We're learning the Sikha on Perek Beis of Perkei Yavis and Chelik Yudzayin on page 356. This is a Mishnah in the second Perek of Perkei Yavis, Rab Shimon Oimer. Rab Shimon says, Have a Zohar be Kriyashma Be careful to say Kriyashma every day and Tefillah to Davin as well. And when you Davin, Al Ta'as Tefillos Kva. Your davening should not be a routine act. Rather, your davening should be begging Hashem for mercy and a supplication. And the final lesson of the Mishnah is, in your own eyes, estimating yourself, you should not see yourself as a Rasha, as a wicked person. So in this Mishnah, we have the following questions. Aleph, Dafmid and Onkumen, do we need to come over here to learn about this? For a lesson here in Mesechta Ovis, which is Milsa de Chasidusa. This is the Mesechta that discusses behavior which is extra, more than the normal, for a pious individual. That one should be careful in fulfilling a mitzvah, a mitzvah menatayra, of saying Shema every day, or even a mitzvah midrabbanan of davening. On Allah has come with a kama, and most definitely Ditzve mitzvahs, these two mitzvahs that we're speaking about here, Kriyashma and Tfile, so to say Kriyashma and to Davin, was an mitzvah Ikriyas and Klolias and Avedis Hashem, which are very important and central mitzvahs in a person serving Hashem. So, why in the first part of this Mishnah does Rab Shimon come and teach us, be careful to say Shema and Davin every day? This is the most basic thing that every year there's to do every day. You don't have to wait until you come to Perkei to learn about this. Beis al another question there in the Tzveit above, in the second part of the Mishnah. Don't daven just as a routine act, but it should be with feeling, begging Hashem for mercy. So what's here, the new, the novelty of this Mishnah, of the Mishnah, when this is already said clearly in a Mishnah in Mesech Tebrachas, where it discusses these matters. Over there it says, that if your davening becomes just a routine, so then you're not davening to Hashem, you're not asking Hashem for mercy. So what's our Mishnah here adding more than what that Mishnah is telling us that one should daven with feeling, with, with asking Hashem for mercy? Gimel, the third question and the last part of the Mishnah is, What's the connection of the third lesson of this Mishnah? That a person should not consider himself to be a Rasha, because if a person considers himself to be on such a low level, so then he will give up hope of ever doing tshuva. And also will not hold back from doing another Aveda because he gave up. So the Tzvei, Friyid, the Gehoirois, and how is this connected to the two previous lessons, wegen des Zahiros and Kriyashma und Tfila, about being careful to say Kriyashma and Tadav. The Nekudah Sabir in the Mishnah. So the point to explain what this Mishnah is saying here, what's the Chiddush of this Mishnah? The Dray in the Mishnah, the three lessons of this Mishnah, Zenefabundin, the Mit, was the Bala Maime, Rab Shimon is by Yim Given, Teirosim Nasai. This is connected with the one that said these three lessons, which is Rab Shimon and we find regarding him that he, his Teirah, his learning Teirah, was to the degree that this became his entire profession. 
Bedugme v'Rabshim ben Yechai, similar to what we find, but Rabshim ben Yechai kid lekaman sifches, as the Rebbe later will bring the source for this that we find that Rabshim ben Asanal was on a level of Taita becoming his profession, similar to Rabshim ben Yechai. So now, what's unique about an individual that the Taita Tairasi umnasai Taita is your profession? So now a person that Taita becomes his entire profession is Nitmafsik and Limit Taita, so he doesn't interrupt of his learning to Kriyashma, not even to say Kriyashma, vi Rajbi Zakn Yerushalmi. As Rabshim Ben Chai himself says in the Yerushalmi as follows, Kagain Ano, people like us, including himself, Shaiskin Batama Taita, that we learn Taita all the time, Afilo the Kriyashma, Enano Mafsikin. Even to read Kriyashma, we also don't interrupt of our learning. On Allah has come of a comma, and most definitely, as it is nit mafsik litfila, that a person which is Tehrasiyam Nasai does not have to, have to interrupt to Davin. Vidi Psakdin, as Tehrasiyam Nasai, aim of sikin litfila. And this is actually the Psakdin Shulchan Arach, that a person that Tehre, learning Tehre, is constant. This is his profession, does not have to stop to Davin. So now, this will explain over here the lesson that Rabshim ben Asanal is teaching in this Mishnah here. So since he himself did not interrupt from his learning, not for Kriyashma and not for Davening, so therefore he had to give the lesson and to make sure regarding his students, observing his own behavior, so they shouldn't become weakened in their obligation of saying Kriyashma every day and in davening every day, seeing that their teacher, Rabbi Shemim ben Asanol, did not interrupt for davening or for saying Kriyashma. That's why he has to emphasize for them the obvious because of what they saw in him. Then comes the second lesson, Here Rabbi Shemim ben Asanol is giving a lesson for his own colleagues. They also are on his level where Taita was their profession. Nor, nitten sein darge. Not exactly on the very same level as his learning, his constant learning. There are various levels in Taita Seyem which will be discussed later here. On the Reber, davon se yem afzik sein le Kriyashma. So therefore they do have to interrupt from their learning to say Kriyashma. Even if not for davening, but to say Kriyashma, yes. Bedugme zu chavre rabshim meyachoy. Similar to the colleagues of Rav Shemim Meichai, as the Rebbe will bring and prove soon. So therefore, for them, he says, Keshatom Espalel, when you daven, so here he's only talking about davening and not about Kriyashma, because Kriyashma, they obviously have to interrupt and say Kriyashma, but when it comes to davening, they do not. So therefore, he tells them, when you daven, your davening should not be something which is a routine, but it should be with feeling, asking Hashem for mercy. Which means as follows, Yes, you are also on a level which and therefore you do not have to interrupt for davening. However, when it does come from time to time and you do daven, and the Tzayitim visits and in Yem because even those individuals, as Rebbe here brings, even those individuals that their learning is their profession and they don't interrupt for davening, but from time to time, even they also daven. As the Rebbe brings here in the Ha'ara, whether it's from year to year, once a year, or something similar to that, that they would daven. So for them, he was saying, 
Your davening should not be kvav. Now, what does kvav mean? So here, the Rebbe teaches what this means. Until I was translating it as routine, which would refer to someone that's actually davening every day. So your davening could become a routine. But for them, if they're davening from time to time, so what exactly is he explaining them about their davening? That it should not be kva. As bishasmaise trachter, a person that davens in a matter of a routine also, what happens? A person thinks to himself, When am I going to get rid of this yoke upon me and just daven and finish with this? And over here, in this case, they're davening from time to time and they're interrupting from their learning. When can I return to my profession, what I do all the time, to learn Taita? So he's telling them, even if you're only davening from time to time, when you daven, do not see it as a, as a burden. You should daven and pay attention and feel what, you da- what you're saying you're davening. That's the second lesson of the Mishnah. So again, this is specifically, we're talking about Rav Shimon ben Asala, which was Teirasi Nasai. So he didn't want his students to learn from him, not to say Kriyashma, not to Davin. And then he's telling to his colleagues, which were not exactly on the same level as him, but similar also Teirasi Yom Nasai, that they that Davin from time to time should Davin with feeling. Now comes the third lesson of the Mishnah. When it comes to the third lesson, do not see yourself as a person that's a Rasha. This is a lesson which is connected specifically to the level of Rav Shimon ben Asanal, which Taira was his profession, as will be explained in the end of the Sikha and Sifyot. Okay, so this is the basis of the explanation of the Mishnah. Now, even be it anal, on this explanation, in Havizar, Bikriyashma, about being careful in saying Kriyashma, Kemalachayrafregin, you could seemingly ask the following question. This opinion that was quoted before from the Yerushalmi, in the name of Rabshimim Be'yechoi, as Lekriyashma Einanu Mavsikin, that even when he, when he was learning, he would not interrupt for Kriyashma either. Prengtsech, not in Yerushalmi. This is only quoted in the Yerushalmi. Avledas Abavli, and Azayach is the Aloche, but in the Bavli and in Shochanorach, then in Oich Divas Teirosam Umnosam, when I feel like a guy in Rashbiva Chaveirov, Mavsikin the Kriyashma. See, even those that are Teirosam Umnosam, the Teir is their profession, but nevertheless, people like Rabshim Meichai and his friends, they would also interrupt their learning for saying Kriyashma. They only would not interrupt their learning for davening. So how can we say this pshat over here in the Mishnah regarding Kriyashma and Tefillah if, if the Babli disagrees with this? Seemingly it would only fit with what it says in Yerushalmi. Is that's in them? So the answer is we could, actually, we could actually say that there's no argument there. And it's based on the following. Leighton Klal, so there's the following rule or sort of approach. That whenever it's possible to make the words of the Bavli and Yerushalmi fit with one another, so then it's, it's, that's the way you should interpret it. Even if you have to interpret something that it says in the Bavli or in Yerushalmi by a bit of a squeeze and it's not exactly perfect and smooth, but nevertheless, to, to make the words fit with one another is more important. So therefore, over here as well, is Mistavet Suzogin, it's logical to say, as Oichda is nitkem pluktet zvishen Bavli on Yerushalmi. There's no argument here between the Bavli and Yerushalmi whether you interrupt for Kriyashma if it's Teirasi or Nasai. Nor, as is a chilek zvishen Rashbi alein on Chaveirov. There's a difference between Rabshim Meichai himself and his colleagues. 
which were also on a level of but not the same as Rav Shem himself. Now the Rebbe explains, the taf of What's the reason why he says that you don't have to interrupt for saying Kriyishma is, so it says there in the Yerushalmi, Learning Taira is learning, and Vizek Kriyishma saying Kriyishma is also Shinon. It's also learning. There's no reason to interrupt one learning of Taira for the purpose of saying Kriyishma, which is also learning of Taira. And then the Yerushalmi there says in one answer, since he was sharp and he would study Taira, so therefore, saying Kriyashma was not more cherished to him than the learning that he was involved and engrossed in his learning. So this is what Rabshim ben Yechoi is saying about himself. Or actually the Gemara there is saying about Rabshim ben Yechoi. So now based on this, we can see here in the language of Yerushalmi that there's something unique about the level of Rabshim ben Yechoi when it comes to Teirasim Nasei. Only he did not interrupt, even for the mitzvah of Kriyishma, and as you can see this from the precise words that Yerushalmi says, Rashbi, The Yerushalmi is talking about specifically Rabshim ben Yechoi, that for him, it was not cherished to him to stop to say Kriyishma. Which is not the case when it comes to his colleagues. Even though they were but not exactly on his level, and therefore they did stop to say Kriyashma. And furthermore, we could say regarding Rabshim Mechai himself. Yeshleima, we can say, as this is by Im Given Achiluk, that there is a distinction regarding him. Before Rabshim Bechoi spent 12 and or 13 years in a cave, and after he came out of the cave. After he came out of the cave, there are many things that changed. He was in a much higher level. This, that he did not interrupt his learning, even for saying Kriyishma, this began only after he was elevated to a much higher level after those years that he was in the cave. When he came to the real highest level of learning and totally engrossed into his learning, with the Gemara that sailed in Shabbos, as the details that the Gemara says in the Shabbos about those years that Rashbi spent in the cave. So now, now that we see this over here in the Yushalmi, and by reconciling what it says in the Yushalmi with the Bavli, we can come back and say similar regarding Rav Shemim ben Asano. The Yishleimah, Rav Shemim ben Asano, is given bedugmit to Rav Shemim ben Yechoi. Rav Shemim ben Asano was on a similar level to Rav Shemim ben Yechoi, where is given la'achre yitziyosim ben Amayra. After Rav Shemim ben Yechoi came out of the cave. Kiddle Kamon, as the Rebbe will bring later, the source from this in the Gemara and Chagige, regarding the level of Rav Shemim ben Asano. So therefore he himself, even the Bavli would agree, did not interrupt for even saying Kriyashma. But his colleagues though, were not exactly on his level, like we find regarding the Chaveirim of Rav Shemim ben Yechoi. And therefore they did say Kriyashma, and also from time to time they daven, as the Rebbe explained before. So now this point, as by Rav Shemim ben Asano is given to Rosi, Nasi, Vi, Rashbi. That his title was his profession, like Rashbi. 
on das is the nekudati chayna from the draya rois from the Mishnah, and that this is the central point of the three lessons here in this Mishnah. Is merum is in them. It's also hinted by the fact was the mesadra Mishnah the montnit shem ove from Balamaimer, the one that set up the words of this Mishnah and also chose exactly the names of the Tanoim that are saying the lessons of the Mishnah, does not mention which Rab Shimon we're speaking about. It doesn't say his father's name, Rab Shimon ben Nisanel. But saying full nomen, Karago, with his full name, as he's usually mentioned in the Mishnayis. Nor blois Rab Shimon Stam. He just mentions his name as Rab Shimon. Vastam Rab Shimon is God Rab Shimon Usually the rule is when you have Rab Shimon in a Mishnah without mentioning the father's name, it actually refers to Rab Shimon So here, why does it say Rab Shimon Stam without mentioning that it's not Rab Shimon Now, on Avopi, even though you may argue and say that it's not necessary to spell out which Rab Shimon we're speaking about, is as bepashtas, after the Mishnah done it does teach befedish. Simply, the Mishnah does not have to spell this out clearly here. Warum die Mishnah kompehemshech to the Friedige Mishnayis from the Pedic? Because this Mishnah here follows the, Mish- the Mishnayis previously in this Pedic, where the Mishnah counts the five students of Rabbi Yechenem and Zakai. And zwischen say Rabbi Shimon ben Asanel amongst them is also Rabbi Shimon ben Asanel. And then auch steht, and following this, the Mishnah says, Heim omru shloishet varim. That each one of these students gave three lessons. As jeder von sie hat gesagt drei Sachen. Is doch me'elov, move on. So in the, if you read the Mishnah here in the context, and you see who we're speaking about, so it's self-understood, as mit Rabbi Shimon oime, verta gemeint, Rabbi Shimon ben Asanel. That this Rabbi Shimon is the Rabbi Shimon ben Asanel already mentioned before, one of the five students of Rabbi Yechenem ben Zakkai. So it's not necessary for the Tana to spell out clearly which Rabbi Shimon this is. However, the fact that the Tana just says Rab Shimon and does not mention the father's name, so since as Yedir Inyan in Teire is Meduik Betachlis, everything in Teire is precise. Obefrat as the Ayrois from Rab Shimon ben Asanel is in Abazunde Mishnah. Here, the lessons of Rab Shimon ben Asanel comes in a separate Mishnah. Kama Mishnah is weiter from him Ard, who says Mufurish Moivishemavid, and it's a few Mishnah is later after it mentioned him by name and his father's name. It does give room for a mistake. If someone, not necessarily someone that's learning this Mishnah, is learning all the Mishnahs of the Pedic, he may just be learning this Mishnah. As the Bala Maimer is Rashbi. So you may make a mistake and think that Rav Shimon over here just says Stam Rav Shimon, that this is Rashbi. So why? So in the end of the day, still the question remains to some extent, why did the Tana not spell out that this is Rav Shimon ben Asano? So the fact that it just says Rab Shimon is understood as mitzandem tam pnimi in the Hayrois for Rab Shimon ben Asanel that looking deeper into understanding what's the background, what's really the deeper point of his lessons that he's saying here is the Mishnah is nitne is negeya ne dos veseres Rab Shimon ben Asanel. It's not important to say that who he is is Rab Shimon ben Asanel, specifically this individual being Rab Shimon the son of Nisanel, nor dos veseres Rab Shimon stam. Rather, the fact that his name is Rab Shimon and Rab Shimon Stam ain't Ninian mit Rajbi. In that sense, he, has, he carries the same name as Rab Shimon ben Yechai, and therefore he's similar to Rab Shimon ben Yechai, which was Teirasiyim Nasai. And from what we see by Rajbi, we could learn out Rab Shimon ben Asanel to understand what the point of the lessons of this Mishnah are. So now to explain how we can actually see this comparison between the two, Rab Shimon ben Asanel and Rab Shimon ben Chai, just in the very name itself of Rab Shimon. What's the significance, what's the meaning of this name, Rab Shimon? 
So now the top Rimi Vastam Rab Shimon is Rashbi. Why is it that when the Mishnah says Rab Shimon, so without mentioning which Rab Shimon it speaks about, it refers to Rab Shimon Be'echai? Well, the nomen Shimon, because the there's a significance to the name Shimon. It's from Lashen Shmiyah. It literally means to listen or to hear, but it also means the real concept of listening is when you understand, when you comprehend what you're listening to. On that Indian from this really expresses the concept of a person that Teire is his profession. When a Yid learns Teire all day and all night to the point that he becomes unified with the Teire, busy verts and ganz umnis, and therefore becomes his whole profession. When does this happen? When by him is da, it is the askala fashtand in Teire v'shlei Musa. It's when a person learns, and he's not just spending the time reading the words of Teire, but he actually learns and connects and fully comprehends and understands the words of Teire. Then you become totally united with the Torah. In the words of the Alter Rebbe, with a wondrous unity, no other union compared to this. To be literally one from every angle, every corner with the Torah that you learn. That is the concept of Torah Nasai, which is expressed in Shmiya, when a person not only hears, but listens and understands and, and internalizes the word of Torah, the words of Torah that he learns. So from this we understand, regarding others that have the same name, and as it's known, as the shame is from Yidin, when it comes to names of Yidin, and especially his holy Tanoim, they express the content and the point of what their Aveda consisted of. That one that carries this name has, at least on a concealed level, this power and similar to Stam Rabshim, which is Rashbi Teirasayim Nasay. So therefore the Mishnah here is precise by only mentioning the name Rab Shimon without the father. The fact that he said these lessons that are mentioned here in the Mishnah is He's saying these lessons because of the level that he was on which was similar to Rab Shimon and it's expressed in his name Rab Shimon. The full connection to Taira on a level of Tairasiyam Nasi. So now to get a deeper appreciation and to understand what really Tairasiyam Nasi means, the Rebbe says as follows. The gather from Tairasiyam Nasi and Pashtus is. Now on a simple and basic understanding of what this means, that Taira becomes your profession, so that would mean as follows. As Aleph number one, this is an Indian in Zman. It's, it's simply a matter of time. The person's full occupation. I learned Taira on Eifah. person learns Taira without interruption. One is that Mafsit sleep Kainzach, he doesn't interrupt his learning for anything. That's one thing, simply. Bay is another point here. For a person to be on this level where he learns to this extent without any interruption, this could even be true learning the revealed part of Taira. As we find this regarding the Pshim Mechai himself, as a fill in Maira is Iker Eske Given in Teiris Mishnayis. What did he do when he was in the cave for all those many years? So he was learning the Mishnayis, all the halachas of Nigla the Teira, as the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya. He wasn't learning the Kabbalah, Zayar, Tikunim, the secrets of the Teira. He was learning Mishnayis Nigla. 
That's included in Teirasa Yom Nasa, a person that, that learns and understands and connects to the Teireh, even, even in the Nikla of Teireh. However, there's a deeper level and a deeper concept of what Teirasim means. So the Zayah says, as mitirasam um nasam meant men, that Teire being your profession means divas leizazis shchinte minhoyen kolyemeyen. Those are people that the shchine does not budge from them their entire life. A person that becomes a dwelling for the shchine. So from this expression of the Zaya regarding what Teirasa Yom Nasi means, we understand two points. Aleph number one, that Ilu from Teirasa Yom Nasi, what is really the level of a person that Teire becomes his profession? This is a, a level of a connection, a deeper level of a nature of connection that there is to the Teire that a normal person doesn't have. It's not just a matter of the time, the quantity of the time, but there's a deeper level of connection here. As ein ganze Metzies is durch genommen mit Teire. That his entire entity becomes permeated with Teire. Und kolen yonai, his entire being is not das, was er ist, He loses his own identity altogether and his whole being becomes just this, that he's a dwelling, he's a place, a dwelling for the Shekhinah to dwell within him. That's the real concept of Teirasiyam Nasi. Bayes, another point here is, Now this connection here to the Teire is nit not so It's not only to the wisdom of the Teire, nor be'ikir tzum neisana Teire. It's primarily to the giver of the Teire, as the say is lashen Shekhinah, to the Shekhinah that there is in the Teire. This level of learning is connected specifically to when one learns the secrets, the inner part of Teire. As it clearly says in the Tikkuni Zayar, as Dafke, Mare Kabbalah, specifically those that are the masters of learning Kabbalah, the secrets of Teire, of the law to the Shechina Dire. They could provide for Hashem a dwelling through their learning Teire, the, the secrets of Teire. So therefore, Teirasa Yom Nasai is specifically to those that learn the, the secrets of Teireh, the Kabbalah and Teireh, and so on. This is also the basis for what it says in Chassidus about the way Chassidus explains this level of a person that Teireh becomes his profession. So it says as follows, That Hashem places His words into your mouth, which means the divrei teire was the leimet zok teirais from zaymoil. The words of teire that the learner is saying out of his mouth, then as a chmesiaches to meibishn, it relates back to the eibishn. It's not my words that I think as an entity for myself to learn and speak the words of teire, but I become a dira for the eibishn's words to come through me out of my mouth. Er zok noch, er zok noch. That is, he he only repeats the divrei teire was the eibishn kaviyachol zok, which the eibishn says and. The person is just like a funnel to repeat what Hashem has said. This level of learning When you have an absolute self-nullification to the giver of the Teireh, to the level, to the point that you just become a pure dwelling for the Eibishter within you. Move on. So now based on this we understand. As thus was Rashbi is given Teireh that this, that Rav Shem Meichoi was Teirasayim Nasai, is this verbunden mit dem, was er is given from the Mare Kabbalah. This is connected to what we all know about Rav Shem Meichoi, that he was from the masters of Kabbalah. V'ad Rabbe, not only was he one of the masters of Kabbalah, er is given, der was at Mashpia given, pnimi is a Teirat to andere Tanoim. 
He's the one that taught, he taught Pnimius Atayra, the secrets of Tayra, to the other holy Tanoim. And therefore, as we said before, in this concept of being a person, the Tayra becomes your profession. And now, based on what we understand in Zaya, this means the full self nullification to Hashem and being a dwelling for Hashem, he was on a very high level of Tayra Siyam Nasi. So now, based on this, we could also understand what we find over here regarding the fact that in such, when you're on such a level of learning, you don't have to interrupt even for Kriyashma. And even the Badli agrees to that. The Midvet, this adds a, and a deeper explanation here. In them, why Rabshim ben Choy did not interrupt even to say Kriyashma. In order for a person's learning to be on this level, that it's Hashem's words that are coming out of your mouth, so you have to be in a, in a, high, in a very high, full level of self-nullification to Hashem. How does one come to such a level of self-nullification when you say Kriyashma? When you accept the yoke of Hashem, the yoke of heaven by saying Kriyashma, and also to the point of total self-sacrifice. That's Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekein Hashem to be ready to give up your life. So that's usually how you come to this level of Bittal. However, when it comes to Rashbi, and specifically after those years that he spent in the cave, he was constantly on this level of absolute self-nullification to Hashem. And he himself says in the Zayar, My entire being in this world is just an indicator for something that's higher than me. Meaning, he himself has nothing, he has no entity for himself. What is he? Who is he? Is nervous that is a simon of Gatlachait. He is a walking indicator or a walking sign for godliness that exists. So that means that he was the ultimate dwelling for the Shechina in this world, was the Fashtet, and therefore it says in the Zerah something else about Abshim Be'echoi, Oifim, regarding him, Man, Penei, Odn, Havavaye, who is the face of the Master, Hashem, Dorashbi, this is Rabshim Be'echoi, because Rabshim Be'echoi and Hashem were one and the same thing, he was so unified with the Source, with Hashem. So therefore he did not need the introduction of saying Kriyashma to bring him to this level of Bittal, to bring him to this level of Mesiris Nefesh because this was the level that Rabshim Be'echoi was always on. So that's why he did not interrupt from his learning to say Kriyashma. So now, from here, we come to where we find in the Gemara similar regarding Rabshim ben Asanel. Now that we understand that the concept of Tehrasi and Nasai on the highest level that we find by Rashbi is number one, a uh, absolute bittel Tashem, being a dira for the Shechina, and that's specifically for Mare Kabbalah, those that teach Kabbalah, we find similar by Rabshim ben Asanel. As Verte Tzel the Gemara, the Gemara Chagiga says the story, as Rabbalaza ben Arach had gebeten Rishus. So he asked his teacher, Rabbi Yechene ben Zakkai, permission whether he could repeat something from Maisim Merkava, which is deep secrets of Kabbalah that you have in the Psukim at Maisim Merkava, which talk about the, the spiritual worlds above. So he wanted to say over something that Rabbi Yechene ben Zakkai had taught him. 
That's the beginning of the story. Then the Gemara there afterwards says, After Rabbi ben Arach opened up his mouth and began darshaning things that Rabbi Yechon Mezakeh taught him, is a fire descended from heaven. What happens later? When the Gemara is not Mamshech, the Gemara continues and says, When these two holy Tanoim, Rabbi Yaisi Akayin and Rabbi ben Asanel, they heard about this, they also began to expound upon the matters of Maisa Merkava, the secrets of Teireh. Amru and they said, So it was said about that time, that it was, it was a day in the middle of the summer in Tammuz. And the whole earth began to tremble. And there were clouds in the sky, and there was a keshes, a rainbow that was seen in the clouds. And the Yatsa Baska Vamra Vachulu, and then there's a Baska that came out to respond to the secrets of Taita that they said. So even though it was the middle of the summer and in Eretz Yisrael, there's no rain, there's no clouds in that time, there, was a, there were clouds and there was a rainbow. So this is the story it says in the Gemara, and it says there, we're speaking about Rabbi Yaisi Akayin and Rabbi Shemim Ben Asanel. Zetman from them, so what you see from here is, as Rabshim ben Asanel is given from the Mare Kabbalah. Rabshim ben Asanel amongst the Tanoim was from the masters that taught Kabbalah. On such a level as Zayin Redden and Maisar Makava, that him repeating things or saying, saying things about Maisar Makava, hot oiv gitan as Rasha ha'aretz v'chulu v'yatza paskav amra. It had such a tremendous impact that the whole world trembled and a baskal came out and responded to him. When it says that there was a baskal, that means that he drew down, he generated a revelation of the shechina to come down here below. So from this we understand that he became a dwelling for the Shekhinah here in this world. But now here we see this wasn't Rabshim ben Asanel alone. We have it Rabbi Lozab ben Arach that darshaned in matters of Kabbalah. There's Rabbi Yisiyah Kayin and there's Rabshim ben Asanel. So seemingly he's just one amongst the others here. Not necessarily does he stand out in this sense to be maybe on a level similar to Rabshim ben Yechai. But however, the Rebbe says, if you look over here and you pay attention to the details, you'll see that amongst all these is Don Illui in Rabshim ben Asanel. There is a tremendous advantage to the level of Rabshim ben Asanel, was the far is Er Dafke Bedugmet Rashbi. It's specifically him that's similar to Rashbi, and Vert Ongerufen Shimin Kanal Siv Gimel. And he carries the same name of Shimin like Rabshim ben Yechai. Rabbi ben Arach. So the reason is as follows, because when it comes to Rabbi ben Arach, he only repeated a matter of Kabbalah that he was taught from Rabbi Yechen and Mezakai. Not something that he himself was Mechadish, his own innovation. Now, the other, the other two over here, it's Vishen Rabbi Yesi Akain and Rabbi Shimon Benesanel. These two Tanoim, Rabbi Yesi Akain and Rabbi Shimon Benesanel, was there in Deirish Given in Maiser Makove, and Anoifen from Pascha. And they both began to expound on Maisar Merkava. They began. They opened up a new concept, B'Kaya Chatzmam. On their own, they were Mechadish something themselves. Ubefrat al More specifically, so it's known regarding this expression of Poschu, that they began, they opened, in the Empirish from Posach Rabshim Shimon many times in Tzoyar, it says, Rab Shimon opened, as the Smeint, as it at Anayim Inyim that he drew down from above a completely new breakthrough, a new opening. So over here as well, these two Tanoyan, Rabbi Yaisi Akayin, Rabbi Shimon ben Asanel, expounded and opened up a completely new Amshacha, a new opening in the subject of Merkava. So now between these two is Don Ilui in Rabbi Shimon ben Asanel of Rabbi Yaisi Akayin. 
There's still an advantage to the level of what Rabbi Shimon ben Asadol was on and what he accomplished more than Rabbi Yaisi Yaqayin. Why is this? Because Rabbi Yaisi was a Kayin. Kohone. Kohone, the fact that he's a Kayin, which the meaning of the word Kohone is, Someone that's prepared, he's designated to come and serve Hashem. Rabbi Yaisi Yaqayin. So he receives as an inheritance the, this power. The Riber is Oich Zayim Posach Even this that he opens up on a subject of Maisem Merkave, Nid God and Gansen Aniyim from Posach Bekoyach This is not something which is something that he opens up completely on his own with his own as his own achievement that he worked on on his own. He has this power that's given to him being a Kayin. The Shleim is the Gebavayz on his Menizadir Lishchinte. Where do you have the highest, complete, ultimate level? To prove that he is a full dira for the shchene is the gan as the ganze mitzis from mentioned is miyuchod mitzchene shchente that the entire entity of the person is completely unified with the shchene is when the psiche b'mayser merkave when the one that opens up on this subject of mayser merkave on an anayfim was piled rasha v'aretz v'cholon and to the extent that the, the impact is that the whole world trembles kumt in ganzen from sein eigenem koyach something that comes completely. His own accomplishment from his own kayach that he worked from below. And das gefindmen, dafke, by Rab Shimon ben Asanel, and this we find specifically by Rab Shimon ben Asanel, was wert nit ongerufen hakayin. He's not referred to as a kayin, er is nit given hakayin, because he wasn't a kayin. There's a bit of a discussion about this in Hora 65, you can take a look. Und von deswegen hat der Peseer gewen, be meisem erkawe, bei von anal. And yet, he on his own worked on himself to refine himself and to elevate himself to be able to open on his own a tremendous breakthrough in Maishim HaKavah to the point that the whole world trembles. So this shows on what kind of a great level he was on regarding his learning of Maishim HaKavah and learning of Kabbalah and that's why we compare him to Rab Shimon ben Yechai. So this tremendous level of Rav Shimon ben Asanel in expounding on a subject of Maishim HaKavah even more than Rav Elazar ben Arach is oich mudgish in them, it's also emphasized in this that it says in the Zayar, was dafke b'shasar b'seach gevem, b'maiser merkove. That is when he began speaking about maiser merkove, what happens? Ro'asha oretz, the whole world trembles, and also v'nirasa ha'keshes b'onon. And there's the, the, the keshes, the rainbow that appears in the clouds. So this is obviously a miracle. This is right in the middle of the summer. It's not at all a time when you have clouds. So now you see here in the Gemara that it says that the fact that there is a rainbow shows something, a great revelation because of the Maeser Mekavah that he said. So seemingly this needs further clarification. The Gemara that's ailed, the Gemara tells us an iluy of Rabbi Shua ben Levi, that what's the great level of Rabbi Shua ben Levi, as loinidus akeshes biyomov, that there was never a rainbow that appeared in his time, in his in his lifetime. Varom the keshes is is a peule unanoyis shaleyachrevayilam. The rainbow is something, and it's a sign that shows that the world will not be destroyed. Vim yesh sadegama bedayir ain sadech ice. And if you have a real full tzaddik in the generation, so then you don't even need this sign at all. So that's why there's no rainbow in his generation, because he was the tzaddik, and therefore he saves his generation. So So what's here, this tremendous accomplishment, as that when he expounds on these subjects of Merkave, is that the, the rainbow appears in the clouds. That's seemingly a negative thing, not a positive thing. 
is the beer in them. So the explanation for this is when it comes to a rainbow, you find two different things. Aleph number one, this is a sign that Hashem will not destroy the world, he won't bring a mabel again. But then there's another point though. Bays of Keshe's state regarding a rainbow, it says in the Medrash, as this is Adovashu Mukishli. The rainbow, the colors of the rainbow, is something which is compared to Hashem Himself. It's compared to Hashem Himself. On the far is the din, and therefore the halacha is brought in Shulchan Aruch as well as osel is takel bekeshes. One should not gaze at a rainbow. It's like gazing at Hashem Himself, and you're not having the proper honor for Hashem. So we see that a rainbow is a representation of something which is a revelation of something similar to Hashem. Furthermore, even more important, Gimel, the third point about a rainbow, it clearly says in the Psukim that speak about Maisim Rekove and Yecheskel, the Beyaskin, on the subject that we're speaking about over here, that Abshim Ben Asano spoke Maisim Rekove. So it says there, Kemara, Keshes, Ashiyir, Ba'onon, like the appearance of a rainbow in the clouds, Kain, Mara, Goyme, this is the appearance that there is above in the spiritual world, so Mara, Dmus, Kveid Hashem, the appearance of the holy glory of Hashem. So we see that a rainbow represents a tremendous level of revelation. It's move on, so we understand as does is a and This is a very high level of revelation of the shechina. Was bringt as a zolzayin the kashes bonon that brings about this revelation, this appearance of the rainbow in the clouds. That ashtirin from kashes. The first point about the cloud about the rainbow is nervous as company beyoyme the eva in a favolket and talk. That it's a sign that the Abishta will not bring a marble, so that comes on a cloudy day. Was the anonym weisen as this is a tok von dinim caution. The fact that it's a cloudy day naturally shows that this is a day, this is a time where there are very harsh judgment upon the generation, and therefore the rainbow is a sign that Hashem is saving the generation from destruction. Aber die Anonymen Keshes was kommen durch dem, was medaschen bemeister mekove, but the clouds and the rainbow that appears miraculously in the time when you say they expound upon meister mekove, zenenitan ois of shaylo zayn dinim. This is not a sign to negate any harsh judgment on the generation. Nor blois asimin oif agilu nailof in shchina. Rather, this is an indication that there's a tremendous revelation of shchina that's taking place. And based on this, is noch mehr verstandig. We can appreciate even more with Abshimim and his sanal is given um that he was on a very high level of those that are learning Taita and completely unified with Taita. And Anaifen wird es given Dira and his entire entity was totally nullified to Hashem, and his whole being is just a dwelling for the Shechina in him. Now, based on this, we will come now to the last lesson of the Mishnah. Which is Altihirasha Bifnayatspacha, do not see yourself as wicked in your eyes. How and why is Rabshum ben Asanal pointing this out right over here? With the following introduction. One of the things that we described, the very high level of Rabshim Meichoi, is given dust for Serat Gizokt. It's this that he said, that I, based on my merits, can exempt the entire world of any judgment. So now we know, as we said before, that the level of it's expressed by the fact of as was explained at length before. So it's understood as the fact that the whole world could be exempt of any judgment is verbunden mit dem Inyan von Teirasim Nasei. It's connected with this, that he was on this level of Teirasim Nasei.
So now, another point, another point here is, which was spoken already about before at length, in the Maim of Rabshbi, this is Rabshim Bechai says, that I could patter the whole world of judgment. Is this need durch dem was er hat gekannt bei Wirken die Anschein Deirei und Peilsei Zezel Tshuvetan? His point was not to say that he could influence all the people of his generation that they should come around and do Tshuva. Because then as the Rebbe says in the Ha'ara, if he in fact could do that, so the question is, so why did he not? Why does he just say, Yechelni, that I could patter the whole world? So that's not what it's talking about, about bringing all the people to do tshuva. No, rather, that his own merit was so great as nit cooking of the Avenus in them there. Not looking at the at the, at the Avedis of the people in the generation is their soivul kolavenisayem upoitron menadin. He can handle, he could he could tolerate all of these Avedis. And he can exempt everybody from judgment because of the tremendous chusin that he himself has. So this is what we know and it says regarding Rabshim ben Chai. Now, now the same we can be said about Rabshim ben Asanol. Vibalt as Rabshim ben Asanol is given der ilu ifun teirasiyum nasei bedugmet to Rabshim ben Chai canal. Since he had also this level of Teirasim Nasai, similar to Rabshim Mechai, as we explained, and therefore he has the same name, Rabshimin, is Oich Zainoiv to in Welt given, so therefore his influence on the world was also Al Derech, Dem Inyin, Vasrashbiyat Gizak, Yachal, and Eliftes, Kalaylam Kulimanadin, that he could patter the whole world from any judgment. Now, Pizes, and now based on this, that Oich Verstandig, that Verem Verstandig, the Shaykhis from the Dritta Hiron, the Mishneh, the Alti Roshbif, the Atzmachot, the Friedigitzwe. We understand the final lesson of this Mishnah that a person should not see himself as a Rasha to what it said before regarding what Rabshim ben Asanel said, which he was speaking about people that are Teirasim Nasai, that they should uh, nevertheless, they should daven, they should learn, they should not learn from him. Or he was speaking to his colleagues about them, that when they daven, it shouldn't be Kfa, they should daven properly. So what's the connection here? Because Rabshim ben Asanel was on this very high level of Teirosim, Nasi like Rashbi, Vi das wird ausgedrückt in die erste zwei Heirois in the Mishnah, which is understood and is expressed in the first two lessons of the Mishnah, as, is, as has been explained before at length. And based on this, and therefore, is there Megan of Zain Deir and Soivul Kolam in And therefore, he protects the whole generation and he handles all their Avedis with his own merits. So here you immediately have to come and forewarn everybody and tell them, Do not be a Rasha, be sure to do Tshuva. Why does this have to be clarified over here? So the point is as follows. Bechlal, usually when you have people that are on the level that must do tshuva and they're a rasha and they refuse to do tshuva, so what happens? Is azavos haltzich via rasha, a person that considers himself to be a rasha, or bemele, and therefore he himself will not at all want to be interested in do tshuva. So what happens? Is the anhoge fun yoe anayusa lehudoi. So to use the expression the Gemara says one time, that what happens is, the Gemara says that Poverty is beautiful for the Jews. What does this mean? As it's possible that Hashem brings punishment or suffering upon an individual. So it'll break the, the, the it'll break the clipper that's in him that will not that does not allow him to do tshuva. And this will awaken him, this will bring him to do tshuva. That's what would usually happen for a person that's stubborn and that considers himself to be a, a Russian and does not do tshuva. 
So therefore the Yisurim will do the job and bring him to do Tshuva. But when it comes to the generation of Rabshim ben Asano, which was similar to the generation of Rashbi, so in his generation, so his own schos protects the generation of any punishment. So even if people are doing Avedis and not doing Tshuva, but he, he's protecting all of them. So there's no Yusurim that can be brought upon them. So therefore you have to specifically and forewarn them, do not be a Rasha, be sure to do tshuva, as that all should know, as Yedere can, that everybody can, and therefore must, and as the promise is that nobody will be rejected and everybody will be accepted through his tshuva, every yid will and could do tshuva. So when a person is stubborn and doesn't want to do tshuva, he's demoralized, he gives up, he's a rush in his eyes, we, we tell him, do not be a rush in your eyes because you really you could do tshuva. And in this, this is a generation where you can't wait for Yusurim or punishment to come and bring a press a person to bring out of him to awaken him to tshuva. So therefore the Mishnah has to tell him to remind him that you must go ahead and do tshuva and your tshuva will be successful. Even more so, in such a generation, you don't have to wait until you'll experience any suffering, nor can chuvetan. In such a generation, like Rabbi Shimon Menesano or Rabbi Shimon Menechoi, you can do tshuva in a time and a place of good and in broadness and expansiveness, and a life of peace and tranquility, peace and tranquility. That's the connection of the last point in the Mishnah to the other two in, the, in this special generation of Rabshimin Ben Asanov.